Good morning, federal employees. Welcome to this episode. My name is Dallin. Like always, we here on this show talk about your federal benefits, your retirement, helping you get the most out of your career right now as a federal employee, and also be prepared, confident, and comfortable about your retirement. And again, in my day job, I'm a financial planner that help that who helps federal employees every day with these sort of things. I absolutely love it, and that's why I like to share some of the best strategies and strategies and answer your questions here on this podcast and YouTube channel. Today is a Q&A like it is every Saturday. I have four incredible questions today, and we're gonna dive right in. Question one, they say, I listened to your episode about investing in the TSP and a traditional and Roth IRA all at the same time. I have money in all four, the Roth and traditional TSP and a Roth and traditional IRA, but when when I max out contributions to one account, can I still contribute to all the other accounts? So this is a great question. So really, as a federal employee, these are the four different accounts that are most useful for you and that most federal employees are going to be using at some point in their life, right? As a federal employee, obviously the two big ones you have are the traditional TSP and the traditional or and the Roth TSP. Those two, okay? And no matter what your income is, you can always contribute to those two accounts, the traditional TSP and a Roth TSP. Okay? Always. Now, the amount that you can put into each Uh, it kind of depends. So actually, it's a shared limit between the traditional TSP and the Roth TSP, okay? So if you're under 50, it's $19,500 in 2021. Again, that that amount adjusts over time, right? Um, And so if you put $19,500 into the Roth TSP, you can't put a dollar, you can't put anything into the traditional side. It's a shared amount. You can split it up however you'd like, but it's a shared amount, right? So if you max out the traditional TSP, well, then you, you can't max out the Roth. There's no more money to put in, right? It's a shared shared limit, okay? Again, if you're over 50, that limit is 26,000, right? So about a thousand bucks a pay period. So again, there's a shared limit between the Roth TSP and the tra- traditional TSP. And actually, it's very similar on the IRA side as well, right? Where you can use an IRA and a Roth IRA, but the, the contribution limit is shared, right? And if you're under 50, it's 6,000 bucks a year. If you're over 50, it's 7,000. So, <clears throat> so of course, the amount you can contribute is a lot smaller than the amount you can contribute into the TSP. Now, there are some nuances here. Once your income goes over certain limits, and these limits do change every year as well, then you can't no longer deduct your contributions that you put into a traditional IRA, okay? Because normally when you put money into a pre-tax account, you get a tax deduction in that year. Well, if you are eligible to use the TSP and your earnings are over certain limits, you can no longer do that. So if you want to find those limits, just Google. You'll get the most recent one. Just say um, traditional IRA deduction income limit, something like that. To that effect, you can find the limits every year. Now, when it comes to your Roth IRA, there's a similar income rule, but it's a little different. So basically, with a Roth IRA, once you make over certain amounts, and these these limits are different than the traditional IRA limits, then you can no longer put money directly into a Roth IRA from your paycheck or something like that, right? So the IRA rules when you're working are a little more complicated, of course, than the TSP, right? So if you only are going to be saving, let's say the 19,500 or 26,000 into the TSP, then that's where I'd put it. I wouldn't really worry about the Roth IRAs or the traditional IRAs right now. 
Um, you certainly can to get, let's say, the five-year rule going for the Roth IRA that we've talked about before. But most of the time, you want to stick with the TSP while you're working because it's the simpler and easiest option. It could go straight out of your paycheck and things like that. It's all set up for you. So those are my thoughts there. And again, that was question number one. Question two. They say, this is a quick question, is it possible to do a Roth conversion within the TSP? Okay, this is a phenomenal question, great question. Unfortunately, the quick answer is no. <laughs> you cannot do a Roth conversion within the TSP. Unfortunately, it would be very convenient if you could. Long story short, if you're not familiar with a Roth conversion, this is what it is. Basically, a Roth conversion is you take money from a pre-tax account let's say your traditional TSP or a traditional IRA, you take money from that type of pre-tax account, okay? And you move it over to basically a Roth IRA, okay? It is what a Roth conversion is, because you cannot, they do not allow you to move money from the traditional TSP to a Roth TSP. They do not allow that to happen. They don't allow any movement back and forth between those two accounts within the TSP. So if you are interested in doing a Roth conversion, you're going to have to get that out into a Roth IRA. It's the only way to do it. At this point, the rules can change, um, but at this point, that is the only way to do it. So again, there's lots of pros and cons for the TSP against the TSP. As a general rule, while you're working, the TSP is really hard to beat. It's really simple. It's built into your, your benefits. Your payroll is built in. It's really, really well done. Now, once you retire, there's certainly some flexibility things that would be really nice to have in the TSP that just doesn't exist. One of them is the fact that you can't do Roth conversions within the TSP. So food for thought, right? Question three. They say, I'm in the middle of, I am in the middle of going through a divorce. I am fortunate that my soon-to-be ex is willing to settle on a specific cash amount. My question is, is it best to do a cash out refinance or should I take the money out of my TSP? I am guessing a refi is the way to go and I ask just in case there's something I'm not thinking about. So this is, this is a great question as well and honestly, even if you're not going through a divorce, there's gonna be questions like this where you need a chunk of change for whatever. There, there may be a big medical expense, whatever, that you're going to need money and then the question arises, okay, where does it come from? Where should you take it from? And, and it's a great question. And really, there's no perfect answer, okay? Because it really depends on what you're trying to do, what your goals are, right? For example, if this gentleman or, or lady, whoever's asking the question, if maybe they have a goal to get their house paid off by a certain time, maybe by retirement, maybe they're already retired, I'm not sure. Well, then they want to make sure that that refinance isn't going to really throw a wrench into their plans, right? But on the other hand, let's say maybe their TSP is super healthy. It's, it's really substantial. There's a lot of money in there. And maybe taking out the certain amount for their spouse wouldn't make a big deal, right? There's a, a few factors here. I mean, in general, if you, if you can do it in a way where you don't have to touch your TSP, generally that is ideal, generally, right? So that, that's probably what I would say is probably stay away from your TSP if at all possible to let that grow. Now, again, those, there's other factors that I mentioned to kind of take into account, but those are some things to think about. Okay, question four. They say, I plan to withdraw the balance of my TSP next year and need to find out how to withdraw the money without paying a lot in taxes next year. Should I put the balance in my Roth IRA 
and or into my grandkids 529 accounts? I would appreciate your advice. Thanks. This is a great question as well. So um, with that question though, I get a little nervous when I hear the word with, withdraw. Withdraw. I don't like that word because that, at least to me, I assume that means you just take money straight out of the TSP. And whenever you do that, whenever you take a withdrawal from your TSP, assuming it's the traditional TSP and not the raw, you're going to be paying taxes, right? And it sounds like he's taking, he says the balance, so probably a pretty good chunk, a pretty large amount. And if that's the case, you'd be paying taxes on all of that. Um, in one year, which of course could pop you up into a higher tax bracket, so you could be paying more than you normally would um, on that money when it comes to federal taxes. So that makes me a little nervous, right? And so my first question is, okay, why why do you want to take it all out at once, right? If you're just going to be putting it into a Roth IRA or 529 plan, maybe spread it out. Spread it out over time. I mean, doing a Roth conversion to get it over to a Roth IRA, that could be a good plan, but potentially spread it out over different tax years. You don't want to do it all at once if at all possible, right? So that's number one. You know, why Why are you taking all it, it out all at once? That's huge. But really, there's only one way to take money out of the traditional TSP and not have to pay taxes on it when you do that. And that is by just rolling it over to a traditional IRA. Because we know a traditional IRA is pre-tax as well. And when you do a direct rollover, a direct transfer from a TSP, traditional TSP, over to a, tra a traditional IRA, then there is no taxes that is due on that transfer, right? And so if you want to limit taxes, what you can do, if you, maybe you just want to get the money out of the TSP, have it somewhere else, yeah, put it over to a traditional IRA, and then from there, you can put however much you want over to a Roth IRA, over to a 529 plan, and of course, when you take money out of this traditional IRA, that is when you pay taxes, but potentially you won't have to take out very much, right? To fund the, the Roth IRA, the 529 plans, whatever it is, you, you wanna spread it out over time. And it's not the end of the world to take it all out at once. You just have to pay a huge chunk of taxes and be okay with that, right? So generally there's a more tax efficient way to spread it out over time, move it over to traditional IRA, something like that, so that you can keep more money in your pocket and not give um, a huge chunk to Uncle Sam, right? That's the goal. So. Those are the four questions today. If you have any questions yourself, there's a link below to submit those to, through my website. And uh, we look through all of them and we find the ones that we think are best for the audience and we answer them every, every week here on Saturday. So again, we are making a big, big push here to spread the word, to help as many federal employees online. We've had some great comments about how much value and how much these videos and the podcast are helping you guys as federal employees be a little more confident about the rules, how things work in retirement and now, so that you can be comfortable and confident in retirement. And if that's you, if, if, if you're finding any value here from the YouTube, from the podcast, please consider subscribing, please consider sharing. It makes a huge difference for us and for the federal employees that you share this with so that they can be confident in retirement as well. So thanks again and we'll talk soon.